Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. When I go through this stat sheet from Miami's Sunday, excuse me, Monday night loss to the Tennessee Titans, there's one thing that sticks out to me. Beyond everything else, and when you consider injuries, that's a part of it. But, I mean, looking at this Miami Dolphins offense and how they were distributing the football, we heard so much about how Tua is this ice-cold killer. He's this blackjack dealer, can get the ball to a lot of different guys. But it seems like, at least for this season, that they really lean into two guys and hope something else can happen aside from that. Tyree Kill was dealing with an ankle injury, and so most people expected he might not be out there dealing with or getting his usual 12 targets, 10 receptions. But you have Jalen Waddell leading the team with six receptions, 79 yards. You want more. You want more than that. Simply put, totally get that. We'll get to that in a second. But the most surprising thing in this entire box score, Dustin, Devon Achan, five receptions for 24 yards on nine targets. That is one of the most warped-looking things. It looks like you got that tie-dye T-shirt from the Boys and Girls clamp that's gone through the laundry 17 times, one arm's, like, super flexed out. What does this box score tell you about what this Dolphins offense was trying to do? Not much, honestly, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, what points did our offense really put up is, is, a, good, is a question that I think is valid. But, um, you know... I think I've said it on here a few weeks back that from a schematic standpoint, we're putting a little bit too much in the effort in, in, in the Tyreek 2K effort. Um, I think it's affected our game planning. You know, if Tyreek were to go out and I think we saw that, I think we still, we, we, no, we didn't just like slot Waddle into the Tyreek role. We kept him in this like sort of clear out kind of role where, you know, he isn't always the number one read still. And and I mean, look at look no further than what happened when Tyreek went out. And guess who came alive? It wasn't it wasn't Waddle, it was Cedric. Yep. Like 
and don't get me wrong, I was a fan of signing Cedric, but the dude sat on the bench for, you know, a year and a half. Like, Waddle should be your focus at that point. Like, the packages, like, maybe the other thing is that Tennessee was doing double brackets on, you know, even when Tyreek was in, they were putting, they were basically trying to double Hill and Waddle and then, you know, doing a lot of stuff with that. But, um, you know, there's, there's just been a concern that, there's too much emphasis on the connection between Tua and Tyreek and they need to get back to a bit more of a distribution like progression um, instead of there's a little bit, there's a little bit too much gamesmanship in the route combos happening. I would say like. When, when, like if I was to go up to Miami's offense and I'm simplifying this way too much and was just to tell them, go run a football play. How long do you think it would take them? Just because when we want to even bring this into like the Tyreek MVP discussion, this offense relies so much on just him being out there. And there's just so much like thought put into how a defense reacts, even just from him motioning across the field, even if he's mm-hmm. not going to be targeted, even if Tua isn't even looking his way, the way he's just motioned across the field. So, I mean, I feel like this Dolphins offense going back to last year, just the inability to kind of just go run a play. I mean, the, the offensive line was struggling. We spoke about how Liam Eikenberg was kind of getting pushed back a little bit. Why not try moving the uh, pocket a little bit? I mean, we heard Mike Vrabel yeah. at the end of the first very first quarter saying, we're going to force him to throw outside the numbers. He's done it a couple of times, but we like where we're at with that. I mean, there was no surprise mm-hmm. what they were trying to do. We saw some instances where they kind of were able to sneak Waddle out underneath and get him to push up field for 10 yards and snares like that. But I mean, it just felt like that the Dolphins were trying to find such a complex answer for what could have been a simple question. I, I don't want to make it sound easier than it is, but it did feel like that at times. No, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you caught it, but there, when one of those sideline reporters, they spoke with, uh, with McDaniel and McDaniel, one of the things they said, he said is that he's trying to be more creative in the absence of Hill. Like I get it. You're like being creative is his thing, right? Like, if we had to give one identity to McDaniel's like playing is he attempts to be creative and sometimes that's great. And sometimes that's bad as we've seen on like the third and one, you know, situations like all of that stems from him, you know, trying to out creative the other defensive coach. Um, And I think you're right. I think in that moment, we just needed to get back to, you know, a situation, Hey, we're down. We can't rely on some of these creative things that we've been doing we need to just be able to run some things that everybody can, you know, we got to start improvising. We got to start, you know, and, and when you start improvising, it needs to be a little bit closer to that, you know, uh, backyard football than it is, you know, the greatest show on surf type stuff. Just go play ball. Just go out in the backyard yeah. and play ball. I, I, and again, I don't want to sound like a meathead, but I mean, this was such a frustrating loss and I sat here um, all day working and, uh, Dustin, I never really pinpointed our age difference here, but um, uh, any SpongeBob references in your? Do you can can you relate to SpongeBob any bit here? If I was to make a reference, not not really. <laughs> there, there, there's an episode where, simply enough, SpongeBob is trying to get Patrick to open a jar, open a jar, and Patrick is not the smartest character in the world. Where Patrick to open the jar, he's putting his hand all over this jar, and SpongeBob just re- keeps repeating. Patrick, put your hand on the lid, and he puts his hand on the side. 
Patrick, the lit, he puts his hand on the bottom. It's like McDaniel, run three yards. He has Tyreek Hill go in motion three times around the jar. It just doesn't need to be this complicated, just where we can just say, let's just make a football play. Let's let it happen. Now, looking at Miami's final drive, I think that frustrated me too. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, well, like, even even to kind of hammer that home, like, Tyreek's out. Waddle's now supposed to be your number one guy, right? Like, but now all of a sudden, you know, he's running wrong routes, he, or at least he's claiming responsibility for running wrong, wrong routes on on t- on video by like doing the chest tap thing after, you know, the almost interception, that kind of stuff. Um, like some of that has to be from complexity. I completely agree. Like, like just run a slant. Like, and, and the issues where they're saying, "Oh, my bad." It seemed like. This wasn't true a few weeks ago, but last time it seemed like it was all when they had to make a play happen after the fact. And when they had to get down Mm -hmm. to their second and third read and follow those specific rules is when they got into different issues. Why not just get a play where it is? Waddle, it's your first read and you're just following the whole time. I mean, I I think that is kind of an issue we see with this offense where it just uh, sometimes you just got to keep it simple. I mean, but but the final drive and I'm just trying to figure out what this offense is looking for in answers, because if you're throwing, you know, let's say. Uh, 20 targets a game roughly at Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Where else are you trying to find production? And I mean, the final drive for the Miami Dolphins, it started with a seven-yard reception to Braxton Berrios, who every time he flexes, he looks like one giant muscle, which I think is <laughs> absolutely insane. Um, then it was Devon Achan on three of the next four plays, four yards, incomplete, and then one yard uh, for Devon Achan, despite being this guy who's averaging 12 yards a uh, carry there was a seven yard completion to Smythe in there and then a, a taken sack so I mean I'm just curious of why it's so hard to get someone like Braxton Barrios two targets two receptions 15 yards nothing flashy but it was easy he knew what to do River Craycraft is another one of those guys where I'm just wondering like like why I'm not even trying to hate on said Wilson here because said Wilson I think is better than everyone gives it credit for why does it need to be him making a sports center top 10 play to move the ball 20 yards down the field as your number three or fourth option when you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle out there yeah it's because it's it's 100 because a lot of the super like the way the scheme is designed needs like what we needed to do is if we were going to continue to play that Waddle needed to go into the Tyreek role where he needed to be the motion man all of a sudden. And we just didn't see that. We saw uh, Tyreek kind of stay in his, his, his same role that he currently is um, normally. And, and I think that was, you know, there's always, there's always the keystone to every scheme and, and, and having all of that motion is only possible because of Tyreek. And so if you lose Tyreek and you don't slot him with someone with at least the same physical stuff, defenses aren't going to fall for it. They're going to adjust. They're going to start doing things that, you know, mess with your head. And I think that's what we saw. This is, this is such a dumb thought that went through my head. Um, But when Tyreek got hurt, I said, give me the 2021 uh, game against the Carolina Panthers playbook. And I, I just go back to how simple and, and, and lame the Dolphins playbook was in 2021. But I mean, 
Tua was still completing 85% of his passes. They were forced to be the dink and dunks, but that's all they needed. So I, I'm curious, do you think if they were to use like the, the patented uh, Charlie Fry, George Godsey offense, you know, from a couple of years ago, that they might have even looked a little better last night just for the sake of we can get Waddle more involved and, and get these guys moving. Yeah, I, I really, I, I think it just, it would have been better, not necessarily like limiting it to that particular particular scheme. Cause like you said, it was a very like check down heavy scheme. Um, mm-hmm. I think we saw enough of that, honestly, like we saw Tyreek get hurt on the bubble screen. We like, what I wanted to see a bit more was more like traditional football fundamental routes. Like I wanted to see, you know, some more combos that are things that, you know, are just less, less complex, less convoluted. Spider two, why like, banana? Get some of that action in there, some little rollouts. 100% just so we could like hear it. Like I, I want to yeah. hear to a say spider two, why banana? Uh, <laughs> it's a win in itself. <laughs> but the last yeah, one. like I was just, yeah, like you got to start throwing some curls or something. Like the way their defense was, I think that might have helped. The last question I have here, and I mean, a- after the way we're discussing it, I don't know how how much faith you have in it. Can we kind of chalk any of this up to Mike Vrabel's one of the best coaches in the NFL, and you know the the Belichick coaching tree has a lot of negativity negativity stemming from it but I mean Vrabel has been an absolute stud ever since he's arrived in Tennessee I mean this isn't the first time he's done this to the Dolphins and Tua can we chalk any of this up to just him having that absolute game plan being that baller on Monday Night Football of course I'm not trying to make an excuse and say like this is why we can accept a loss but I mean can this make us feel a little worse than this offense than we should be absolutely yeah like Long term, I am not concerned about the offense. I think if even even if like I know Ty, Tyreek is like day to day right now is I think the official uh, prognosis. But even if we, we were to say like, hey, we're going against the Jets next week, like that's a good defense. But I think we would look better if we had all week to prepare without Tyreek than if we prepare with Tyreek and then he doesn't go. You know what I mean? Like. If we know from the start that we're not going to have Tyreek, I think we would put together a better game plan than we saw.